Hi everybody, welcome to the Insights for a Healthy Mind podcast. My name is Elise and I want to help you improve your mental health and find your happiness. Get ready to live life to the fullest. Your only limit is your mind. Hi everybody, my name is Elise and welcome to today's episode. So today I'm going to do a little get to know me uh, episode and I'm really excited. Um, This is going live a week later than I'm recording this. So some things might be a little bit off, some things might be changing, I don't know. Um, So... First, I want to get started with saying that I am a rambly queen. I love rambling and I usually cannot really like keep the subject going. Sometimes I just kind of um, digress and all sorts of things. A lot is going to happen throughout these podcast episodes and you're just going to have to see if you like it or not. So um, (laughs) I actually love rambling. I love talking in general. Talking is just really nice to me. I, I, I don't know. It just feels like I'm not talking from my mind, but from a higher state of being or something. So I kind of feel like the universe talks through me. It sounds really weird. It sounds very deep. It sounds very spiritual. But it honestly feels like that to me. Um, And so I keep on talking and talking and talking and talking. And then after like 30 minutes of talking, yes, I send 30-minute voice memos to my friends. Why why are there still my friends? I don't know. (laughs) Why why are they still my friends? I'm sorry. Um, That happens a lot too. I'm not great at talking. I'm actually not English. Um... I'm Dutch, so sometimes I uh, don't say the right words or, you know, um, don't know the right, um, the right translation to something. So that might happen. I hope you don't mind that much. But I think as as we do more po- podcasts, that will probably become a little bit less annoying, first of all, and it will probably be less bad because I would get used to talking that much and talking in English. I haven't been talking in English for so long, like actual talking in English. I haven't spoken to English people for so long. I used to have a lot of English friends, so that helps my um, my language a lot, I guess, and I used to make YouTube videos and I was really busy with speaking English at first and so I was really used to speaking English but now I haven't spoken English in so long. I always write in English though. Um, I think in English a lot because I mean I'm Dutch but all of the TV shows I watch are English. Everything I read is English and so you get used to English and you start thinking in English and It feels like English is my mother language and not Dutch, but it's the other way around, actually. Um, Dutch is my mother language and English is just my second language. Um, By the way, if you just heard something squeaking in the background, that's my little bird, Lena. Um, She's really excited to meet you guys and um, she's walking around and, and whistling and stuff, so you might hear her in the background. I'm sorry if you think that's annoying 
but she's so lovely. She's so cute. So I think it will be fine. So again, I'm a rambly person. If you're not into rambly podcasts, well, maybe give this a, a chance because this is like this introduction podcast is going to show you what type of rambly I am. Maybe I'm a nice type of rambly. I don't know. A lot of people do like listening to me though. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make a podcast. Um, but yeah, so I've said the rambly, I guess it's kind of like a caution thing. Like caution, this podcast is rambly. Um, if you don't like that, please don't listen to it. But I think it's fun. It just feels way more personal. And I mean, we have the time. I did a poll yesterday. Um, I actually recorded this yesterday. But I thought maybe I should do it again and make it less rambly. Like not like I have a list of things that I'm going to talk to you guys about. And I'm going to use that list. And I'm going to talk to you guys through that list. So it's a little bit less rambly. It's a little bit more organized. And... Um, we usually have around 15, 30 minutes or like 45, I think would be my max. But I've also had some people say that they like 60 minute podcasts. The um, opinions were very, very different. So, you know, we will see how far we get and we will see how far we go in every podcast. Um, and if you don't like the long ones, then skip the long ones. Or if you don't like the short ones, then skip the short ones. But I like to have uh, things for everybody. So, um, of course, there will probably be a time that you're able to listen to a longer podcast. But, you know, sometimes you don't have the time for that. And then you can always listen to a shorter one. Like, for example, if you're cleaning the house, you can listen to one of like about half an hour. I think that's perfect. But if you're taking a walk outside, you would probably listen to something about an hour. Because I usually take a morning walk every single morning. And I usually am out of the house for like 45 till 60 minutes. So... I hate it when my podcast stops at like 30 minutes and then I have to put on a new one. So that's that's why I wanted to make you guys um, decide, I guess. Uh, and I want to make this as easy to listen to as possible. So I want to make different lengths of podcasts. So I hope you enjoyed this one. I have no idea what it's going to be. Maybe it's going to be 15 minutes. Maybe it's going to be 30 minute, but minutes, but probably not an hour. I cannot talk for an hour by myself. Like yesterday I did. Um, the first try of this was 54 minutes, but I haven't had anything to go from. And today I have it pretty much figured out and I'm just going to move to the next subject if I don't have anything less left to say. Um, so we will see how it goes. I'm already at six minutes, so it's probably not going to be 15 minutes, but we will see. I'm not going to make it 30 minutes and then like for example, if it turns out to be 20 minutes, I'm not going to talk for 9 minutes longer or 10 minutes longer. I'm sorry, that was really bad math. But if it's going to be like 21 minutes, that was I. that's what I was supposed to say. If it's going to be 21 minutes, I'm not going to talk for 9 more minutes just to fill the void. Um, no, we're not going to do that. Um, I'm just going to stop the episode then, you know? Like, you know, that's that's like basic human knowledge I guess it's logical so um who that was a very weird so <laughs> that was not a so I would say 
But um, let's get into it. So I did my intro little thing, you know, my little... Did you like that intro? I love it. It's so, like, it's so calming. I'm not calming at all, but it's so calming and nice. And it kind of fits my whole jam. But I'm a really... I guess I'm a really um, energized person. I'm really... I try to be, I'm a, I try to be positive. Maybe that, that goes down a little bit the more I do this because I get used to it and it start, stops being that exciting. I hope it doesn't because this is exciting and I love being excited about it. <laughs> but yeah, we did our intro and I did my cautionary thing about being a ramble queen. And now I'm going to talk to you about who I am. So, because that's what this is about. So, my name is Elise. I am 20 years old. Um, that sounded like I read it from a paper. Um, no, I know my age. <laughs> That's not that hard. Uh, it's not that hard to do the math either because I was born in 2000. So, it's like, oh, it's 2020? Okay, then I'm 20, you know? And I was born in March. So, like, that's like about... I don't know, about 80% that you're right about that, you know, but <laughs> whatever. Um, so I'm 20 years old and I live in a, let's just call it a small town near Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Um, I'm not going to go into specifics of what my town is called because it's a small town. If you're gonna, no, it's not that, that kind of small town. It's not like everybody in this town knows who I am because I hate, well, I hate the people in this town. Or, well, no, I don't hate the people in this town. But we don't really get along because I'm very different and I've always been bullied and stuff. So most people in this town know me as the sister of San. Uh, San is my sister and I'm her little sister. And everybody knows San. Or it sounds really weird to say her name in English. It's actually Sana. My name is actually Elisa, but doesn't really matter let's just keep it English for now um so I like to call my name Elise in English but you can always call me Ellis I don't know I honestly don't know just call me whatever the f you want I, I, I'm not sure should I be saying bad words in this podcast I did yesterday ah let's just keep it real I will try to not say bad words but if I do then I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, what I, I, I noted, I wrote down what I look like because you can only hear my voice right now. But if you don't know me from my Instagram, you don't know what I look like. Or well, actually you do because I have a little picture of me. Um, but I have red hair. I have bangs, blue eyes. Uh, I'm pretty pale. I never find the right foundation color. It's a struggle. Um, and I feel like my skin changes color, like not as in I'm tanning, but I feel like sometimes I'm way more tan. Like that, that doesn't make sense. I think everybody has that. But sometimes my foundation matches and sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, one day I could be way more tan and the other day I could be way more pale. And it's like not a logical way of how it goes. Like, it's not like I'm going from pale to tan. That's not how it works. It's just pale tan, pale tan, pale tan, pale tan. So maybe I should have like 30 foundations, but I can't even find my right pale foundation shade. It's, it's a struggle. Like, if you're a dude listening to this, you're such a lucky person. Well, that doesn't mean that dudes don't wear foundation. Maybe people 
guys do wear foundation? I don't know. Some people do. Some people don't. Like, girls don't, girls don't have to wear foundation if they don't want to. But, um... If you are a person that does not wear foundation or does not have to wear foundation, you're a lucky person because I have to wear foundation and not because I think I'm ugly. But, um, well, actually, no, I don't think I'm ugly. It's more of like, I feel like I have to wear foundation because I have very red spots on my skin. So I usually have breakouts. Uh, I don't have really bad acne, but I usually have like one pimple on my face or two or something. I used to have really bad acne a couple of weeks ago, but it's luckily it's a lot less. Um, and the reason behind that was because I was using the wrong foundation. This is what I mean with being a rambly person, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my foundation. Um, I'm talking about my skin and stuff. But I guess it's really nice to know that I struggle with that. Uh, for some people, some people like that. If I'm, like, if I'm talking about my struggles, I guess. But yeah, actually, my skin has been a lifelong struggle of mine because it's not perfect, and I need it to be perfect. And uh, foundation doesn't really work because foundation looks icky. And usually it's the wrong color. So I'm trying this new foundation now. I'm trying a mineral foundation. And I kind of like it. But I think I made the wrong color choice. <laughs> and it's so bad. Because it's like 30 euros for one little 30 milliliter foundation thing. Um, so yeah, that's my struggle. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I hope I get a little bit more tan so that I can match my foundation. Um, but yeah, what else, what, what else do I look like? I, um, I love makeup. I love playing around with makeup. Um, so I'm usually wearing like, um, eyeliner. I love eyeliner. Like I cannot live without eyeliner. Um, so I wear that often and sometimes I wear very colorful eyeshadow because I love that. It's like, it's my jam, but I don't, like I don't always have time to do that because usually it fails and then I have to start over and that's a struggle but um yeah I love makeup what else do I look like like I have a certain style I wouldn't really know how to describe it but it's not a usual style I guess um a lot like I don't like to wear jeans I like to wear leggings though but I wouldn't wear leggings with like a crop top or something because I don't want to show my ass like I'm sorry but it's just too personal like it's a little bit too much um no offense like for no no offense for people that do wear that like if you're comfortable in that you do you babe um but for some reason I'm not maybe um if I lost a little bit of weight I have been feeling a little uncomfortable in my body uh because I've gained a lot of weight for some reason, probably because I was depressed. And so I'm trying to lose that weight again right now. And I'm trying, like, I'm being really healthy. I'm not really totally working out, but I'm walking every single morning, like, for pretty long. And then I eat very healthy. So that's, like, I guess that's the best way, I would say, how to lose weight. Um, because, honestly... It's nice eating healthy. It's great. But yeah, anyways, uh, my clothing style. So my clothing style is, uh, I guess I, I don't like to wear jeans. They're very uncomfortable. So I always wear skirts and dresses. Um, and yeah, I like, I like all sorts of things like colorful, not colorful, black, 
pink. I love pink. Pink is my favorite color. Um, I don't know why my Instagram is so green, but it's probably because I love nature too. Green is not my favorite color at all. I don't know. It's it it, it gives so I don't know what I don't know what just happened with my mouth, but it gives me nice vibes. It feels really nice. Green is such a nice color, but it's like it's not like my favorite color at all um but yeah we will see if i will keep up that instagram green um i think so because i love how it looks um but it's not my favorite color at all um oh we already surpassed the 15 minutes <laughs> this is going great um but yeah what else can i tell about my looks um i have freckles most of the time if i don't wear foundation <laughs> Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what else to tell you guys about my looks. If you want to know what I look like, go follow me on Instagram. I post photos of myself. Um, like not all photos of myself, but on at insights for a healthy mind, I sometimes post photos of myself. So if you want to check that out, go do that. Um, <laughs> next, I wanted to talk about my hobbies for a little bit. Um, so I really love studying. I'm currently studying at Center of Excellence. Um, it's an online course website and this is not an advertisement or something, but I just really love how it works and it just gives you all the time you need. And it's really nice and that's really good information that you can really do stuff with. Um, it's just really nice. So I started a course about law of attraction there not long ago and I'm working on that right now for every single day for about an hour. And um, yeah, it's going pretty well. It's really nice. I kind of like it. Like I'm such a nerd, but I kind of like it. Um, and yeah, so I love doing that. I also love going outside. Like I just said, I want to go on a walk every single morning. I always go right after breakfast so that I don't forget. Um, and it works really nicely. I also really love watching... Um, well, I don't love watching TV, um, but I watch Netflix on my TV. So I really love watching Netflix. Um, and there's this Dutch thing called Videoland. It's really nice as well. I, I usually watch everything I want to watch on there um, on both Netflix and Videoland. It's really nice. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I love that. I'm really addicted to it. <laughs> yes, a person that is working on self-help and stuff, but is addicted to Netflix. Like, how is that possible? What? No, I'm not really addicted, but every time I have, like, some time to spare, I like to go on Netflix because it's really nice and relaxing. Um, or, well, it depends on what you're watching, but most of the things are nice and relaxing. Um, and I also really like gaming, actually. I, um... I like playing Assassin's Creed. It's so good. I have a PS3 though, so I have all the old games, but not the new ones. Um, and yes, I am aware that there's someone in Assassin's Creed. I don't know which video game it was again, but there's one person that is called Elise in Assassin's Creed, and she's also a ginger. And I believe she also has blue eyes, and she kind of looks like me, and it's cool. Her name is Elise de la Serre. I like, 
I love her. I really want to cosplay her once, but people wouldn't know that my name is actually Elise, so it wouldn't be that funny, honestly. But yeah, doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, she's really cool. I, I really want to play that game one day. Even though a lot of people say it's a bad game. It's one of the worst from Assassin's Creed. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. But Assassin's Creed is great because I love history and I love all the like all the places that you're going in Assassin's Creed, like that's that's the reason why I love Assassin's Creed. Um, because it kind of feels like you're on a holiday in Italy because I'm playing the second and Brotherhood. I've played the second Assassin's Creed 2 and then I'm playing Brotherhood right now. So we're in Italy um, and um, we're in Rome right now, but I don't like Rome that much. I preferred... Uh, the other locations from the beginning. I loved Venice. But yeah, you go there as uh, a video game character called Ezio Auditore, and he's freaking hot. And I like, I want to have him. <laughs> um, oops. Uh, no, but he's really nice and uh, hot. And um, you you play that character, and then you can run over rooftops and stuff, and it's so beautiful. Like, I go sightseeing in my freaking Assassin's Creed game because it's amazing. I love it so much. Um, so that's uh, one of the reasons that I play it. And I also really like the controls and stuff. And then I also play uh, GTA V sometimes, but honestly, it's not as good as Assassin's Creed. Like, I know, unpopular opinion, but like Assassin's Creed is so freaking good. I'm so obsessed with that game. So maybe I hope that I find uh, more games like Assassin's Creed, especially Assassin's Creed 2 was really good in my opinion. Um, so like Brotherhood is kind of let letting me down. I don't know, it's not as good. Um, but yeah, we will see how everything goes. Um, but yeah, I love Assassin's Creed, it's so good. It's such a recommendation to you if you have a PS3. Assassin's Creed 2, highly recommend. It's such a good game. It's worth your money because it's so long and you can play for like days on end and you're still not done. Um, and it's it's just such a good, it's such a good uh, game. But yeah, let's move on um, <laughs> because I can talk about gaming forever. Uh, maybe I should make a gaming podcast. No, that wouldn't be interesting. A lot of gamers want visuals. And I'm not that good at gaming. Honestly, I'm really bad at it. But I just really like sightseeing through Assassin's Creed. <laughs> um, yeah, let's move on. So my men I wanted to talk about my mental health journey. Um... My mental health journey has been uh, quite a roller coaster. Um, I've had uh, multiple depressions and a lot of anxiety throughout my life. Never knew, knew where it came from. A lot of it is probably just, yeah, things. Well, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that I don't know where it comes from because. Or, well, maybe at the time I didn't really know where it came from. But now it's pretty clear to me because there's a lot of shit that happened in my life. And it's not really great. Um, and yeah, so that caused me to have lots of depressions and anxiety and, like, not being able to handle life. Um, and that all happened throughout my teenage years. So that caused me to... Um, like have to stop 
school and not making right decisions. Like, I've never really been in very bad situations uh, when it comes to making wrong decisions. Like, I have never been into drugs or anything. But I have been into alcohol. I've been... Um, like I, I've had or I was going towards an uh, alcohol addiction I think at age 18 probably because here in the Netherlands it's 18 plus to drink alcohol uh, I know in America it's 21 plus I can't even imagine it like I wouldn't be able to drink for a year longer than this <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to cope um but yeah, so uh, I've been into that. Uh, I've been through quite some things in my younger teenage years. I've always wanted to have a therapist as a kid, actually. Um, and I think my first, I guess my first suicide attempt, which is getting really dark. I'm so sorry if this is not what you expected. You can now click off if you don't want to hear this. But I was very young, so it isn't really realistic um but it was a thing like I was planning my suicide at 12 years old which is very sick um and it's very sad actually that a child of that age thinks of dying that much like I was planning my suicide that's not nice that's not right and I talked to my parents about that i I talked to, to them, I said to them that I wanted to kill myself and, or well, I wanted to end my life. I guess that's a nicer way to say it. I'm so sorry. Um, I told my parents that and they did nothing with it. They just thought I was looking for attention and I'm so grateful I've never ended my life or never really had, I, like I really wanted to at that age, but I was so scared. I was so scared to die that I didn't. And I'm so glad I had that scared, that anxiety, I guess. Being that scared of dying really helped me to live. Um, and in the future, I've had uh, more suicidal thoughts, but not any more suicide attempts because I was, again, really scared to die. So, um, yeah you know, um, that at age 12 is, like, pretty heavy, I think, and, um, yeah, it became, uh, it didn't really become much worse immediately, I think I just, I don't know why, I don't really remember this, but I think, let's just move on through, through the years, so that's kind of where my, issue started of course it started way before that but I felt like that's where I really started needing a therapist and my parents really didn't think it would be that serious um so I went to therapy at age 16 so that's four years after I needed help if after I needed immediate help let's keep it at that um which is way too way too long like if you're a kid like, for all the parents, if your kid is suicidal at age 12, if, she, like, if she wants to go that route, get a fucking therapist. Like, a wake-up call for all of you guys. If your kid says that at age 12, when she's, like, when she is aware of what that means, 
like of course there's not a full-on awareness but it means that she doesn't have or he doesn't have to suffer anymore in this lifetime you know they are aware of that and they are aware that that is the easy way out you know and so if you notice this i'm sorry for getting this dark but if you notice this then please find help and if you're especially if your child asks for it i i never knew what a psychologist what it was at that age but maybe i did i'm not sure but like talk to your kid freaking talk to your kid like you should be really happy that the kid came to you and said that they wanted to do that and didn't do that behind your back because they could have that was an option but they came to you and it's not looking for attention it's not just like they are trying I don't know it's and even if it's looking for attention, what does that mean? They want to be heard. They want you to listen. So do that. Like, be a good parent and listen to your kid. I'm sorry, this is so frustrating for me. I know a lot of people probably went through this with their parents. And so, <sighs> I have a lot of frustration there. But yeah, let me just go move on. Um, so at age 16, I, I got uh, therapy for social anxiety. It was really bad right there uh, because I've been bullied throughout my life. I've never really fitted in. And so eventually I just felt like, yeah, like, why am I still talking to people? Like, people are not accepting me and I don't know what I'm doing wrong that people don't like me or that people don't talk to me. And so I didn't really learn a lot from that because it just, I don't know, it just didn't really feel like I learned a lot from that. I think the problem was way bigger than just social anxiety. And so when the social anxiety treatment was over, just uh, took like, I think it was like 12 weeks or something, maybe 10. So that's very short amount of time. That's like, that's like two or three months um after that I stopped going to therapy because my like my treatment was over so I had to stop seeing my therapist and um after that being all alone being all on my own was really hard and I had a lot of depressions a lot of heavy stuff and then um yeah a lot of heavy stuff happened I'm not going to go into too much detail because otherwise I'll be talking until tomorrow um but a lot of heavy things happened in those years and then I needed a therapist like I couldn't live anymore I needed a therapist so I was being really harsh to um you know like the I guess it's like the national therapists I don't know it's like a group of therapists that are like natural na nationally working um like they're not like I don't know how to explain this um but they're like the people that are supposed to help you like you can always take a therapist and you, without a waiting list and just pay a lot of money but these people are there to help you and it's basically, it's not really for free because it is like all insurance and stuff. But it's kind of like you, you don't really have to pay anything for that and that's amazing. And I was, be, like, I was being really 
harsh to them. Like I was saying, I need help now. I need help as soon as you can help me because I cannot live anymore like this. Um, and the reason I was that upset was because there was a lot of things going through my mind. First of all, I um, have PTSD and OSDD. And I did not know how to deal with that. Um, I've had had I've I've had a lot of um, trauma flashbacks and stuff during that time, and I wasn't dealing. I wasn't coping with it. Like I was constantly not in control over my body. I didn't know what was happening around me. I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't aware of anything, and it was such a struggle. And I just was like. I can't live like this anymore because I'm not in control of my body. I don't know what's happening with my life. And I'm just... Something is just very wrong here and I need help. So that was a lot. And I got like uh, on an emergency list and still had to wait for like, I think, three months. So I'm really glad that in that state of because like I I went to my doctor my I don't know if there's a better word for doctor but <laughs> my um my doctor and she told me that I couldn't be helped with like a normal therapist at the doctor's office you know because we have those here in the Netherlands because my um my problems were out of their league basically that's what she said and so I, I was like yeah fine but I'm not going to wait for like like I think the wait list was like six months at that point and then I was like I'm not going to be able to live for six months I'm not so you need to help me and she didn't help me at all so eventually I got um another doctor because she was on vacation or something uh, my my personal doctor um and she she was really shocked by my story you know she was like okay I'm going to try and do everything that I can for you um and she put me on the emergency wait list which my own doctor could have done that and she didn't um so it was a whole struggle and eventually in September of, I, I'm not sure, two thousand yeah, 2018, I think. I'm not sure, it can be 2019? No, I don't know. I'm sorry, I honestly don't know which year it was. But in September of a certain year, <laughs> I got, I finally got treatment. I was very... Honestly, I was very uncomfortable with my uh, therapist at that, mom at that moment uh, because he was a man and I've been through a lot of sexual trauma and I didn't want to talk to him about it. So everything became a little bit worse, but eventually I just like took all my courage and asked him, can I talk to a woman instead? And so... Um, I think he was on vacation for a while and I had a woman that was really nice and um, and I wasn't doing very well but she helped me a lot so she I think I should kind of start rounding this like up I guess is that the right I don't know if that's the right way of saying it but I should 
start going to the end of this conversation or like not of this conversation but this topic because I'm not done yet after this um but yeah so this woman just uh, I was in a very bad state at that t- time um, when I had this woman and so she said I should go to a, an acute daily treatment and honestly that helped me so much um it's every it was every day from nine till two but you could stay till five and it was really nice because I had a place to go because I had to quit school I was um I had to quit my job I was actually fired from my job um and you know it was just like I just had all this time and I didn't know what to do with it so I started like I started spending it in my bed like days upon days in my bed just watching Netflix not doing anything and so like it was really bad like everything's everything like I was feeling really bad so I went to this acute daily therapy and after that it went really good honestly um yeah and I have a lot of things that I've learned from that and I'm really proud of that and was really nice really helpful and I'm going to definitely share those things with you guys too um the things that I've learned from there because they were very helpful and then after that um everything went pretty well and then like ups and downs again ups and downs and right now I'm doing like like I'm in an up and um I think the ADB was probably I think it I think it was like half a year ago so ADB is actually the um the like the I don't know what that's called like that's what we call it in Dutch it's like the acute dagbehandeling and then you shorten it with the term ADB like it's the three letters like acute dagbehandeling get it um so I'm sorry for that little bit of Dutch in there I hope you liked it um But yeah, it actually really helped me a lot. And then again, ups and downs. I've had um, some very bad downs in these couple months. And um, well, the thing happened, like, I think around the end of last year, I got diagnosed with PTSD and OSD. And if you want to know what OSD is, I'm not going to go much into it right now. Um, It's basically dissociative identity disorder it's actually otherwise specified dissociative disorder and you get diagnosed with that if you have a dissociative disorder which could be dissociative identity disorder but there are way more dissociative disorders out there um but if you have one of those dissociative disorders but you don't have enough symptoms to be diagnosed with that certain disorder you get diagnosed with otherwise specified dissociative disorder um so yeah that's basically it that's just the way that I'm going to explain it right now if you want to go look that up it is OSDD or otherwise specified dissociative disorder if you want me to make a podcast in the future about it sure but I want to focus more on mental health in general and not my diagnosis um or diagnoses I guess it's it's called um but yeah I also have PTSD PTSD which is post-traumatic stress disorder if you don't know already 
uh, which means I have flashbacks and nightmares and stuff. Lately, I've been doing very good with both of those um, disorders. Um, honestly, I have barely had any uh, symptoms of PTSD as of late, which it makes me really, really happy. Um, it makes it clear that I'm in an up though, and I know they will probably come back because it either means that I have repressed it so much that it's gone, um, or I have worked through it, and I've certainly not worked through it, um, because I did have EMDR therapy for my PTSD, but it didn't really work that well with me. So yeah, anyways, so that's my mental health journey all the way up to right now. Um, currently, I have therapy um, every two weeks, but it is going to change. I am going to have therapy every six weeks from now on. And, that, um, and we actually plan to have two more sessions and then I'm done because I'm doing really well. And then when my when my PTSD starts coming back or when it gets worse, I probably should go look for help again, which is very scary to me, to be honest, because I don't want to go through that entire looking pro process again, you know? So I hope it just stays well. Or maybe I kind of hope that something happens in this upcoming six weeks or in these upcoming 12 weeks so that I can still have a therapist because it scares the freak out of me to not have a therapist anymore. But yeah, either way, whatever is going to happen, I'm going to be able to deal with it um, without a therapist or with a therapist. And I'm trying to stay positive as much as I can because I really like positivity. And it works for me very well. Um, and yeah, so that is where I'm at right now with my mental health journey. It's pretty much the chronological order of my mental health journey. Um, but yeah, so um, I, yeah, so that was my mental health journey. And now I'm going to be talking about my plans for the podcast. So what I want to talk on this podcast about is everything mental health um from self-care to self-love and from i don't know law of attraction to magic because that's also mental health um from spirituality to like the complete opposite like just being i don't know just being not spiritual at all i guess or like maybe spirituality and phys physical like spirit I don't know spiritual and physical I don't know I feel like those are kind of opposite from each other because physical is very much in this world and spiritual is very much out of this world very much into your mind I want to be talk about I want to be talking about both I want to be talking about every single thing about mental health like um certain disorders maybe if you guys are interested in certain things um but also about positivity and what that can do into your life and what it can do with you. And I don't know, everything you just think of when you think of mental health, like literally everything. And if you have any um, suggestions, please message me on my Instagram at Insights for Healthy Mind and let me know because I'm curious.
so that's that's my ex- expectations for that this podcast. I hope it turns out into a little success because I love that. Um, I love that, and I just really love making this. Like it's so much fun to talk to myself. I don't know why it is so much fun. It's kind of weird, but it's giving me the social. Um, I don't know. It's giving me these social things that I need right now with this coronavirus going on kind of helping me <laughs> to socialize but yeah I don't know um what else do I've got planned for this podcast I think just having fun and uh, but also like touching on the serious subjects I want to be real with you guys I want to share you with you all the nice things and all the not so nice things all the ups and all the downs all the positive and all the negative because mental health is always in balance and if it's not then you're doing something wrong which means if you're happy all the time you're doing something wrong um because mental health is in balance you have as much good as 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 much bad i guess um and i wish it was it wasn't true i wish everybody could just be happy all the time but it's really it's really important for people to see that because yesterday I kind of had a bad day and I've I've cried like two times yesterday and you know that's okay and being positive doesn't mean that you have to be perfect and being positive also means that there will be negative because being you cannot be positive without being negative you cannot like you cannot see light if you cannot see darkness you know (sighs) inspirational quotes and stuff but it's the truth like if you only see one thing you cannot see the opposite thing or like no that's not what i'm (laughs) that's not what i meant to say but if you can can't see um the opposite of something then the other thing doesn't exist i guess that's what i want to say so positivity does not exist without negativity and for example with emotions such as crying or well sadness um you know that's normal it's human to cry it's human to laugh and you should do both of them and it should be balanced and it should be like good and you know balance doesn't mean that you have to have 50 50 that doesn't mean balance like balance could be like a healthy balance could also be 80% happiness and 20% sadness it you don't really know when the balance is there it's just you have both of them in your life and you should accept that and appreciate that because without happiness there isn't sadness like that's that's not that's not how I, that's not how I am supposed to say it. I think I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> but um yeah, I no, I think I did it right. So like if you're happy all the time, there's no sadness, but then you're also not aware of being happy all the time because you're just you just feel like there's one thing and that's just happiness and then you don't feel happy anymore. I guess that's I guess that's what I mean. But you understand what I'm trying to say. I'm sure you are um, understanding that. But yeah, so that's my plan. Um, 
and that's my views on things and uh this is how rambly I am during a podcast uh, and if you enjoy all that then please subscribe if you can I don't know if you can subscribe to a podcast but I, I, you probably can um and yeah follow me on instagram at insights for a healthy mind and uh I hope to see you on there and I hope to see you in my next episode or well I hope to no it doesn't really I hope to listen to you, but that doesn't work that way. You listen to me. I hope you will be listening to my next episode. Okay, that's great. Perfect. That's what I'm supposed to say. But yeah, I hope to see you there. <laughs> Whew, that's bad. But yeah, I hope to see you there, even though that's not correct. You're not, I'm not going to be seeing you. But I hope to see you on my Instagram, though. That does work. Um, Yeah, I should probably stop talking now. Uh, Anyways, I'm going to sign off because if I talk much more, you're probably not going to want to listen to it because it's going to be too long. (laughs) Yeah. Have a great day and good luck today. And yeah, I love you guys for listening to this. And yeah, I'll talk to you later. It was a kiss if you didn't know what it was. It was a kiss. Uh, Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope you've learned something new. And if you liked it, please let me know on Instagram at Insights for a Healthy Mind. And let me know what your insights were today. I hope you have a great day. And I will hopefully see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.